0: Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Propagating Prosperity with LH. My name is Leslie Humphrey, and I'm really excited to be here today to talk about something that seems to come up so frequently in my conversations with people as we talk about coaching together. So I want to start by sharing where the name of the podcast came from first. So Propagating Prosperity came to me because my mission after all these years in coaching, Uh, My mission is to help people change the world by changing their world. And in essence, it is that um, I can take my experiences as the person that has done it and been there and worked with other people and taught them how to do it and continue to take my lessons and their lessons and their experiences and create help other people create success coming from the success and the lessons learned along the way. And so propagation or to propagate is, um, in the plant world, it means you breed from a parent stock. That's like the simplistic definition of it. So when you propagate a plant, you take a cutting, Well, sometimes it's a cutting but you take a cutting and from one plant and then you can put it in water or put it in soil and it will grow roots and turn into its own plant i absolutely love propagating plants as a fun little hobby and people in my world know uh, that i love to gift them plants that i have propagated so but there's another definition um, of propagate which is to spread and promote widely But the one that I think, the definition that I think is super interesting is um, with reference to motion, light, sound, etc. So a third definition of propagate would be transmit or be transmitted in a particular direction or through a medium. So like electromagnetic effects can be propagated at a finite velocity, right? So anyway, any any of those definitions work when it comes to why I named um, my podcast Propagating Prosperity. But what it really felt super relevant with what i'm going to share today or what i'm going to talk about today that um that i explain how the name of the podcast really is such a great representation of Of where I've been and how I love to share and teach and train uh, other people and work on mindset and as well as strategies um, to create, to help someone else create their prosperity. So, or to step into their own prosperity. So, in all my years of experience in growing businesses and growing teams, growing my family, health, wealth, you name it. The thing that was always a constant was how I can use what I've learned to help others. And so I know that there's a lot of you out there that can relate because something that I find as I speak with so many women is that they do want to just help other people and serve other people. So today's topic like I said, is a topic that comes up so, so often when I'm talking with people, especially when they're considering coaching. And it's a topic that can easily be missed. And when unnoticed, it can not only wreck your personal confidence, belief in yourself and your hope, but it can actually knock you completely off course and out of the game for your future. That's a pretty dramatic thing to say, I think, but before I tell you what it is, I want you to think of something that you've tried before. Maybe it was a health program or a two-week challenge, or maybe it was a um, a new habit you wanted to adopt or something that you tried to do. Like you know, whether it was to get healthy or lose weight or a new exercise program or whatever. And you started it and either you didn't see it all the way through or you didn't get the results that you thought you were going to get from it. So can you think of something for you? I th- I bet Most of us can think of many, many things. When I was talking to a client last week about her health goals and what sort of things she'd done in the past, she told me about a particular program that she had tried to follow one time. And she went on to say specifically, I failed Miserably. After two weeks, I was unhappy. I couldn't keep up with the food and all of the prep and all of the things that I was required to do on this program. And I had only lost a couple of pounds. So, with that, she had shared she failed miserably. And yet, here we were still talking. I mean, this is, this is, a long time later, I was nowhere I was not in her life at that point when when she was doing that. But so it's a long time after and she says, still, I failed miserably. And here's the thing, we are talking now about her working on her health and what are the things that are most important to her, what are her not only her goals, but how can we take what she knows she can add into her life and how she can be better prepared, she tends to skip meals, things like that, how we can take things that have worked and not worked in the past and use those as lessons and stepping stones to really hone in on how we can make this next season on her health journey really, really effective. So, but she was really committed to saying she failed in the last program. And I had to ask her, did you fail or did you not get the results that you thought you were going to get in the amount of time that you thought you were gonna get them? Did you fail or did you stop trying see the reality is and here's here's the the real topic of the day it's failure the concept that she failed was as if it's it was final there was no other tries it was one and done and it didn't work for her but here's the thing is she has every opportunity To do that program again or another program right now she's working with me on a program and she has every opportunity to create more success failure is a finite statement and when you learn to ride a bike let's say it almost always takes many attempts if you've ever Uh, taught a child to ride a bike, you know, it is usually not a one and done. Same with roller skates or rollerblades or skateboarding, or um, I don't know, when you're as a homeschool mom, you know, teaching kids to read, oh my goodness, that is not a one and done. You don't teach them how to read in one sitting and then they're just reading. When you're starting a business, there's so many things about that, that it takes to you know, to learn and to implement. And oh my gosh, it's so multifaceted. So, what is the line that determines success or failure? And what makes this concept so interesting is we take action in our lives based on what we believe will make a difference, right? So, what are you actually telling yourself? When I started my network marketing business 17 years ago, there were definitely times that I felt like I wasn't successful. I had allowed myself to judge and criticize and label many sections of the journey that I wasn't feeling successful, but I never said I failed. I figured out a lot of things that didn't work through the process, but I committed to continue showing up to learn. My mentors had big success quickly, both of them. And so by comparison, anyone could have said I was failing. When I started my coaching business, I had two different mentors that gave me really concrete feedback and predictions. If I followed their system and their program that I would create success with a specific minimum specific amount of income in a very short, specific amount of time. If I just followed their program, I would achieve this, these results, this income in the within this amount of time. And had I defined success or failure by their metrics, or their stories, I wouldn't be here today, because I did not, in fact, hit those metrics, or those timelines. So While we want to know that what we're putting our time and attention into is going to meet our expectations of success, most of the time there's a learning curve and that learning curve often feels a bit like failure if we allow it to. I know we've all heard the expression failing forward, but I want to encourage you today, if you're not where you want to be on your journey If the evidence of growth is slower or maybe not even there, know that often the skills needed are the lessons that you are learning right now. It's such an important part of the journey. And so I wanna raise awareness as you're looking at the things that you're doing or considering doing and realize that failure is a permanent thing. There's a reason why, whether we're talking about football and the Super Bowl or um, the World Cup, the Super Bowl is one game, but there is an entire season of games where things are kind of racked and stacked and there are tournaments and all of these different ways um, competitions are done because it's not, success and failure it's not one it's not one thing and oftentimes we are choosing to look at failure look at an experience or lack of result as failure as a protective mechanism so that we can either let ourselves off the hook like oh well i failed it doesn't work so i'm gonna quit that happens all the time entrepreneurs that start businesses that don't require a lot of uh of investment up front oftentimes in a really short amount of time uh entrepreneurs will say well this isn't working i failed i'm out right if when they tell themselves they failed it gives them gives them permission to stop trying can you relate to that the other thing is A lot of times we take things that we've experienced in the past. For example, if you, let's say you tried to run a marathon and um, halfway through the marathon, you just, you couldn't finish. Something happened, whether, whether you, the blisters were too bad or your mental game was off or whatever it was, you just couldn't actually finish the marathon. The next time it came up to register for whether it's a half marathon or a marathon or a 5k or whatever, you could very easily tell yourself, well, I failed at running. I failed at running a marathon. So I failed at being a runner. And that is a way to to keep you from going at it again. And we all know that our sneaky ego will get in there to speak louder to us to protect ourselves from having an experience that might not be pleasant. And so I want you to just take this reminder for yourself and know that most of the time what we're experiencing and we label as failure has the opportunity to just be a lesson. It's not a final thing. It's not a one and done. Even if you, if you've been working on your health off and on for years and years and years and Even your health is not only maybe you've gained more weight um, and you're not at a healthy weight and your energy is lower and maybe your, your health overall is worse than it was when you started on a health journey a decade ago. It doesn't mean you've failed like it is a finished thing. It just means that you have learned some things about yourself and about different experiences of what works, what doesn't work, and you've got room to grow and create improvement. And I know for myself, if I had taken other people's metrics of success, their expectations, and I had held them true for me, I would have quit some of the most impactful things that I embarked on in my life. So there's four things that I will encourage you as I wrap up to ask yourself if you're wondering. Okay, I'm building this business, or I've started this coaching program, or I've launched this course, or you know, I'm starting my network marketing business, or I'm, I've been doing this, whatever it is. Um, I want to I want to encourage you to ask yourself four things to help get you back on track for breaking through this mental state of dancing with the idea of failure. So number one, ask yourself, am I clear on what I want? You want to make sure you know what the, that, what end you have in mind. When I started my network marketing business, it was not pretty. I definitely was not good at it. I was shy. I was insecure. I was a homeschool mom, five little kids, so busy, didn't have time. I was super resistant to any kind of coaching and mentorship, but I knew what the end goal was. I knew what I wanted to create with that business. I knew my why, and it was embedded in my mind. So I never felt that final state of mind or that that thing inside of me that was like oh I have failed if I didn't hit a goal for a month like I was going for promotion and if I didn't hit it I didn't feel like oh I failed. I felt very much like oh man, why didn't that work? okay let's here we go again here we go again. So the first thing is you've got to know know your why have have a clear vision of what you want. The second, have I created a plan to get there? So once you know what the end game is or, or what the, it doesn't have to be the biggest end goal, but definitely something that is, that you can really push for. And then you back into it, have I created a plan to get there? For me, I had a really clear dollar amount of what would make an impact on my family. And so once I had that, I created a plan on how to get there. And yeah, it was several years in my mind and in my plan. It was a a several year process and it ended up taking me longer than that. And yet having the plan allowed me to continue on a really specific path and then from that i have so i have the end game then you back into that and create a plan or a process and then from that number 3 is do i have my daily action steps my needle movers clearly defined and prioritized each day and this is such an important part of of keeping you out of that feeling like a failure zone because when you have those daily action steps, those needle movers, prioritize each day. It doesn't have to mean that what you're what you're putting into it is an obsession and you're doing it all day every day. Maybe we're talking about your health journey and maybe just maybe you have never successfully stuck with moving your body. For 30 days in a row or 90 days in a row. And maybe your goal is that you want to be able to run a 5k. And as of right now, you've never even done one consistent week in moving your body. And so you would make a short term goal, perhaps that you are going to uh, move your body, walk, or walk slash jog every day for seven days. And then, so your daily action steps, your needle mover every single day might be five minutes or 10 minutes or adding one minute every day to a program, right? You see, it's it's not about doing the most and doing all the things. It's about having clarity on what the action steps, the main thing or things, just small things that are massive impact, those needle movers in your life. So first thing is, am I clear on what I want? Do you have the end in mind? Number two, you create a plan to get there. So you back into it. Number three is, do I have my daily action steps, my needle movers prioritized? And then number four, am I taking action from a place of knowing it's all coming, the success is coming? Or Am in a state of mind of "we'll see," and if you are working towards success in something and your mindset is a will see," then you're probably going to allow those limiting beliefs or those doubt, those self-doubt thoughts of "am I failing?" or "will I fail?" or "is failure going to come?" <laughs> you will probably those jumping in uh, here and there throughout your process so I hope that this inspires you to mind your mind as well as mind your words what you desire is God-given within you and it's up to you to protect the process of creating that abundant success so with that, have the most super fantastic, amazing day. And I would love it so much if you would share this podcast, um, like it, follow it, and share it on your social media and tag me, Leslie Humphrey, at Leslie Humphrey on Instagram. Uh, the link is in the show notes. um, And I will repost that you have shared it. I would love for you to share it and um, just maybe add what uh, something that stood out to you or a takeaway from it. Because again, I'm here to do this because I know that if I can help you change your world, you will be part of changing the world.